Is voter fraud a serious risk in the US election? Trump repeats election fraud claims without evidence. Detroit voters sue Donald Trump over unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud. These are all just some of the headlines we've seen in the past few months. Why? Well, Trump has claimed that the Democrats have stolen the recent US presidential election through widespread voter fraud. My name's Andrew Gvea, and welcome to Trial by Podcast. As you might have guessed, today's episode is inspired by these claims by Trump. More specifically, though, we'll be looking at voter fraud and the relevant laws in Australia, and a surprising case concerning voter fraud and a dog. Every few years, we're able to decide who represents us, and we do this by casting a vote. And of course, we do this trusting it will be counted with equal worth to other votes, and not miscounted or intentionally thrown away. Bottom line is, we accept that the system works. This mutual understanding amongst citizens is foundational. It underpins a smooth transition of power as the unsuccessful candidate, along with their party and supporters, concede peacefully with the understanding it was a fair election. But what if, like we've seen in this year's US election, that process of voting is undermined? What if questions arise over the efficacy of the voting process? Or even more broadly, How does the legal system deal with voter fraud to ensure this doesn't happen? Now before we dig into that, let's clarify what it means when I say voter fraud. Voter fraud is any illegal activity committed by someone that intends to tamper with an electoral result which may or may not be consistent with the will of the majority. Voter fraud may also occur when individuals cast ballots despite knowing they are ineligible to vote in an attempt to defraud the election system. This seems straightforward. And yet voter fraud is often conflated intentionally or unintentionally with other forms of election misconduct or irregularities. We can see this based on the recent claims in the US election. What comes to mind are the claims that Sharpies were used to taint ballots or Dominion voting systems were rigged. Are these cases of voter fraud or are they administrative hiccups? One of the best examples of administrative error in modern times involved the infamous hanging chads in the 2000 US election of Bush and Gore. When Bush was announced the next US president, Gore and the Democratic Party called for a recount in Florida and a handful of other counties. Why? First, Bush had a very narrow win in Florida, so the Democrats thought that they could swing the vote. Secondly, at the time, Florida used punch cards, which required voters to punch in their nominations. It was often done in a way that left the punch card partly indebted, making it unreadable by the machine. These were dubbed hanging chads. Obviously, this was a major issue. A recount was initially granted, but then stopped upon a ruling by the Florida Supreme Court. Bush then became the next president of the US. Now, the point I'm trying to make is that voter fraud carries an element of intention, but is often conflated with other administrative errors, which are not by definition voter fraud. This is why claims of voter fraud can often be baseless. Thankfully, however, we're seeing rapid improvements in voter tech, meaning these errors are becoming few and far in between. Now let's consider electoral fraud in Australia. The Commonwealth Electoral Act governs the conduct of elections in Australia and contains a number of electoral offences. This includes impersonating another person to secure a ballot not entitled to, or fraudulently doing an act that results in the destruction, defacement or other corruption of any nomination or ballot paper. These offences are strict liability, meaning intention is not necessary. The act alone is sufficient, 
and each carry a maximum penalty of six months imprisonment. It is also an offence to bribe someone for their vote. If found guilty, this could result in a maximum penalty of two years. These offences are often suspected but are rarely prosecuted. In 2015, it was noted of nearly 8,000 cases of suspected voter fraud referred to the police. Not a single case was actually prosecuted. Now, is that problematic? Well, some argue that as bipartisanship grows, votes are becoming more narrow, and even the smallest number of votes can make the difference. So, if for instance voters are casting multiple votes in an election, you can see why the loser of the narrow election would be up in arms. For a domestic example, in the 1995 Queensland state election, Labor Party's Ken Davies initially won the state seat of Manjibara by just 16 votes. Later, Liberal Party candidate Frank Tanti uncovered some extensive cases of fraudulent alteration of the electoral roll. Following a hearing by Judge Ambrose, it was found that there had been significant faults made by the Electoral Commission officials. Namely, people who weren't residents were able to vote, which meant that their votes were in fact ineligible. It was also found that the votes of 22 soldiers serving in Rwanda had not been received before voting day. In light of this evidence, the July 1995 result was overturned. When most of the issues had been corrected, the by-election was held in February of the next year. It was won by Tanti by 1,084 votes, over 1,000 more than what was received the previous year. The loss of the one-seat majority meant that the Labour government was replaced by a Liberal National Coalition government. Now, I think this case highlights something incredibly important, that when it gets to the margins, these votes matter. Of course, stepping up prosecution is an easy answer, but actually finding the evidence to prosecute is incredibly difficult. Now, before we wrap up, you've likely heard about the allegation of dead voters, but what about the allegations of voter fraud by dogs? Well, in the US, there have been two cases involving ballots actually submitted in the name of a dog. First, the ballot cast by Duncan McDonald in 2006 and 2007, but was labelled void and signed with a palm print. Second, the ballot cast by Raku Bauman in 2003 in the Californian local elections. Only Bauman's vote was counted, which is just hilarious in itself, because if a dog can get on the roll and have his vote counted, imagine what else is possible. The widespread publicity and disruption seen in the recent US elections reminds us just how critical the voting process is, but with rapid developments in voter tech in recent years, we'll see less and less of these cases as fraudulent voting becomes harder. On this more optimistic note, that brings us to the end of today's episode of Trial by Podcast. Remember to tune in to the next episode, which will be our last one for 2020. If you have any questions, remember to reach out to us at www.mccabecowood.com.au and please leave us a like or comment. You can also now follow us on Instagram at Trial by Podcast. Bye for now and thanks for listening.